0: Welcome to Draft Utopia. This is uh, Chris Ransom and Orange Sheery. We're going to break down as much NFL content as possible in the past 30 minutes. I just got done wrapping up a new episode on talk Show with, um. I broke down the uh, NBA draft lottery, the Stanley Cup, and the NFL schedule all in the span of three hours. But this is a short and condensed version where we're just going to talk about the NFL games with Orrin. So what would you like to start with to kick things off? What games on the schedule? Do you want to start well, with one? I do,
1: I, do, I do want to talk about the schedule, but let's talk about the couple of transactions that happened this week. Um, one of them involved the Saints and the other involved the Raiders. And uh, let's, let's talk about that. Uh, cool. Josh Landry goes to the Saints, uh, finally gets a deal. And they look a little bit tough on that wide receiver core there. They do.
0: I've got the Saints my sixth seed in the NFC at the moment, at eleven and six. I think Joey's got them at ten and seven. But Winston got LASIK eye surgery to improve his vision as well, so he might have twenty-twenty vision next year. I mean, if they beat Tampa Bay just once, they might actually win that division. They might actually win the NFC South. So it's like. That's just how much depth the Saints have. They have so much depth defensively. They have a lot of depth at running back, too. They brought in um Abram Smith as an undrafted free agent to go with Ingram and Kamara. And they have a lot of depth at receivers. So, if as long as the Saints' offensive line is healthy, nobody on the offensive line gets injured, I think the Saints have the depth on both sides of the ball to hang with, well, any team in the league as I mean, I really do think that, and if Winston plays all 17 games, winning the NFC South isn't unrealistic of an expectation to have. So,
1: I I mean, I really do like that signing. Um, But by by the way, I did since this is a draft show, I do want to condemn or 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 motivate you guys uh, to give a hand to Chris Ransom. And you could go on NFL Draft Insiders or Draft Utopia or other groups that he presented to see himself. He did a full draft diagnosis and an analysis and draft grades on every single pick. Let's give it up. Very good
0: work. I Thank you. I good. appreciate that, Orrin. It really does It really is a lot of work, and this is my seventh year doing it, and it's a lot of fun, but it's also a lot of work. And this year. Went the entire draft without an F grade because I went back, I watched film on players, even players that weren't on my radar, and tried to give a fair and objective point of view with the players.
1: Uh, by the way, Trayvon Walker, the number one pick, reached a deal with the Jaguars. I mean, there's really nice. With, uh, we're seeing a lot of uh, players getting uh, signed really quick, but the Jaguars gave him a thirty-seven million dollar four-year, uh, four-year fully guaranteed deal, thirty-seven million. So that's where the dominoes fall in the 37.
0: Yeah, that's a nice deal for Trayvon Walker.
1: Um, And then back to the transactions, Raiders traded Brian Edwards to the Falcons for a fifth-round draft pick. I don't count seventh-rounders. I know they threw a seventh-rounder in there, the Raiders, but seventh-rounder, and if the Raiders even become close to the playoffs, that seventh-rounder is probably really meaningless. I wonder which
0: seventh rounder it was, though, because they had two from the Jarrett Stidham trade that happened earlier this week as well because they traded a sixth-round pick to get Jarrett Stidham and a seventh-rounder from the Patriots. So I don't think it matters either way, but they, I'm guessing they threw one of those two seventh-rounders in there.
1: Right, and I, I don't think they really care about fifth-rounder does change. They, they do get some support, at least from uh, special teams next year. That's that's a nice uh, thing, uh, uh, Brian Edwards. Maybe he just needs a new environment. Yeah. Hey, he's uh, now friends. Uh, maybe they were best friends with Mariano. We don't know. Well,
0: the Falcons <laughs> lost Russell Gage. Calvin Ridley got suspended, and they they got rid of Julio Jones when they traded into the Titans. So they have Drake London as their number one, but they have um, they have some other weapons there. They brought in On Tate through free agency. They got um. They got that other guy, Zeus. His last name starts with Z. He's a solid number two receiver. Um, they also have um, Frank Darby, the Arizona State receiver. I was fortunate enough to interview at the 2021 Reese's Senior Bowl. That might still be up on Anchor and Spotify as well if you want to listen to that interview. So the Falcons have about four receivers. Some of them are journey- two of them are journeymen. One's uh, Frank Darby, who I think could be a breakout candidate next year. But Drake London's really the only star of the four on the team. But they they have some nice role players to go with London and Kyle Pitts. So we'll see what Mariota does with these guys. Yeah,
1: and if you go through the transaction page, um, there's so many. uh, What's nice about this is a lot of the rookies uh, that were drafted are almost a lot of them are signed. If you look at Buffalo and Dallas and Detroit and Houston, the Raiders, you go on and on, Seattle, Arizona. These, there's teams that are getting their rookies signed really, really fast this year, and I love that, how they do it, because sometimes you have so many holdups.
0: Sometimes you, can you see. have a rookie or two that hasn't even signed heading into training camp, and it's just more efficient because it allows us to look at the depth chart and actually preview and project what's going to happen a little bit earlier than we normally would.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of uh, small players that got cut this week as well. Uh, I can go through that really quick, um, uh, but uh, we can hold up and we can just move to our uh, move to uh, what we're going to set to d- discuss, and that's the schedule. And uh, we can go to the lineup and uh, see the first uh, matchup that I really like to discuss. It- it's a possible Super Bowl matchup, um, and we can discuss that right now.
0: Was that the opening game on? Thursday night football, September 8th between the
1: Buffalo Bills and the Los the Angeles. Reunion
0: reunion. Show the Von Miller reunion because Von Miller's in Buffalo now. He's returning to Los Angeles for kickoff week, so kickoff game actually of kickoff week. But
1: yeah, I, I, I on this one, I'm going to go with um, the Super Bowl champ still covering this, but it's going to be a close game. I'm going to take 31 to 28, but we'll review it when we get closer to the date. Of course, again,
0: I'm going what? more defensive game. I'm going to go 23 Rams. I won't be surprised if this game goes to overtime, but I'm going to take the Rams in regulation.
1: Well, next, next, I'm not going to cover every single game because it will be all yeah. here all day.
0: And after you beat the Bills. Season 5 of Cobra Kai airs on Netflix six hours after that game at 3 a.m. Eastern, midnight, Orange time. So if you're a Rams fan and a Cobra Kai fan, that opening (laughs) day is going to be like a party for you. It's going to be like the Super Bowl parade for the Rams.
1: Yeah, I am going to skip a bunch of games. I'm going to skip a bunch of games, but I'm going to move right to the Patriots-Dolphins. It's like staring in my face, the nice AFC east matchup it's in miami i just think miami could actually pull it off and Tua gets his first win against the patriots
0: yeah I, had, I think i had this game at number five or number six on my games the week for week one i will give you my um game of the week i think there's two games candidates. I don't like the fact that they put Denver and Seattle Monday Night Football, but they did that from a storyline perspective because they knew if they wanted to put Seattle in primetime, this would probably be the only game where they could do that. and I think they should have gone with Raiders-Chargers or Chiefs-Cardinals because Cliff Kingsbury coached Patrick Mahomes at Texas Tech. I yeah. think Chiefs-Cardinals would have been a better primetime game, or even the Chargers-Raiders would have been right. a better primetime game. Right. But I can't really complain if that's the Monday night game the league chooses. I think there's as many as eight good week one games. There were like six, five or six good week one games last year. There's eight this year. I'm pumped about that. Anything you want to add before we move on to week two?
1: Well, yeah, like you said, the Chargers and Raiders. Funny thing is they are setting up the Raiders to actually have a home game. Of their first week of the season. Um, there are more Raider fans in LA. I hate to tell you because I live and the in the Rams city.
0: play the Raiders too. The Rams host the L.A. Yeah, later yeah that, the will, that will, two be, that will games this year.
1: Yeah, that'll be a double sided game, but there's a lot of Raider fan more Raider fans than Charger fans. Um and I just feel the Raiders will feel it like they're at home. And I just see um the Raiders actually pulling a big upset here, thirty eight to twenty eight.
0: Yeah, I've got the Chargers in that one, um, 28-27. to 27, But that is going to be an exciting game. I think it's going to be a lot of offense. The Chargers do have former Raider Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson. Huge offseason for the Chargers. And I I really love what the Chargers have done this offseason.
1: I mean, a Sunday game is not bad. You didn't mention that one. It's the Bucks and the Cowboys. It is isn't Sunday Dallas.
0: night game. That's a great game. And I actually I do have Dallas winning that game and getting home field this year, so yeah, right. I'm not going to go into full details, but that's a that was a rematch of last year's opener when the Bucks won the Super Bowl, except it's in Dallas.
1: Yeah, let's go move to week two really quick.
0: Okay. Um,
1: now we're going to go back to another AFC matchup in Thursday Night Football. Chargers face the Chiefs. Very good game. I think it's going to be. How good is Kansas City this season against one of the one of the other the rival on the AFC West? Um, and I just feel that this is going to be one of the best matchups in the young season during Week Two. Yeah,
0: and I really like the Chiefs in this one, but the Chargers. It's worth pointing out Justin Herbert's two zero at Arrowhead Stadium. He beat the Chiefs as a rookie when they subbed their starters in Week Seventeen in twenty. <laughs> really and he beat Kansas City on the road early in the regular season a year ago. But this is a uh, this is not a 1 p.m. game like those two games. This is a primetime game, Thursday night football. I mean, the Chargers did host the Chiefs on Thursday night. And I remember that game going right down the wire. Because I think I went to go see a movie right after that game. I don't remember what movie I saw, and that's not really relevant. But that's how intense that game was. It was an overtime. It went to overtime. And I was actually worried I wouldn't make the movie theater on time because of how competitive the game was, but I just did.
1: Oh yeah, that's going to be a fun game. The other game that I like um, down that's really going to be a, oh geez, really going to be a tight m- matchup. I, I I believe, in all honesty, is the Raiders facing the Cardinals. It's their first home game. How good are the Cardinals going to be? And I think that's a prove-it game for the Cardinals when they I face the Raiders.
0: they to win that pretty easily because DeAndre Hopkins, he failed a substance – he, he failed drug tests. So he's up, been suspended for six games for violating the league's substance abuse policy. So I think without Hopkins, the Raiders find a way to win that. And they win that actually pretty easily. I think they win by two or three touchdowns, if I'm being frank. <laughs>
1: But there's two, there's three or four other games that I like to go really quick. We don't have to give the scores because it's really I, too I old. I think the
0: Patriots Steelers game could be fun only because that's like Belichick and Tomlin are like. Yes. I think they're the two longest tenured head coaches in the NFL. And right,
1: and, and uh, to see to see Kenny Pickett up against a good team is a really nice to see. We might
0: he... Mitchell Trubisky and Mac Jones, but I like Pickett more than Trubisky as well. So I'm with you there. Um
1: uh, I do love I got You got to love the Saints. Now they're going to play a decent defense coming to week two. I think they win at home against the Bucs.
0: If they do, they might actually win the division because the Buccaneers first four games are against them. Um, we mentioned the Dallas game and then they go to New Orleans, but then they host Green Bay in week three and they host Patrick Mahomes in week four on Sunday Night Football. So Buccaneers could very easily be 0-4 to begin the season if uh they lose those games. But they could also end up being 2-2. I think best case scenario for Tampa is they're 2-2, and they beat um they beat New Orleans and they beat Kansas City, but they lose to Green Bay and Dallas. But regardless, I think Tampa Bay is two and two at the best with that first four for their schedule, that's pretty rough for Tampa. That's why I think they're the four seed in the NFC at best. And that's assuming they beat the Saints and win the division. Saints Saints are capable of stealing that spot. Okay, what else did we not mention before we get to week?
1: Monday night football, Buffalo Bills got their first home game, and they're facing the Titans. I love this kind of matchup. Really hard-hitting smash matchup that football's uh, born, even though it's a little bit uh, still in September, I believe. But uh, it's going to be a nice game to watch. I'm taking the Bills anyway because they're at home 30 to 27.
0: And the fact that the Titans beat the Bills in Tennessee the last two years, it's going to add some fuel to that rivalry, and the Bills are going to have 10 days to prepare for Tennessee. So I like the Bills as well. And the other Monday night game, I'll quickly mention it because week two is the only week where there's going to be two Monday night games. Usually, you get two Monday night games in week one. This year, there's going to be two Monday night games in week two, and that involves the Vikings and Eagles in Philadelphia, in A.J. Brown's second game with the Eagles, and I think it's his uh, home, op- home opener at Lincoln Financial Field, but I'm taking the Vikings to win. I actually have the Vikings upsetting Green Bay in week one as well because Minnesota hosts Green Bay to start the season. So I actually have the Vikings starting 2-0 to be in this season. But Joey had the Vikings at 6-11. I think that Vikings-Eagles game is compelling because the Eagles killed the draft, but they don't have a number two corner. And I think the Vikings are one of these teams that can take advantage of that personnel matchup. And I just wanted to mention the two Monday night games. Let's move on to week three.
1: Yeah, they have the Cleveland Browns as a Thursday and the Pittsburgh Steelers as a Thursday night matchup. I kinda like this game, but we don't know how good Pittsburgh will be, so I'm just stick stick with my guns, take the Browns in a twenty-seven to sixteen uh almost two touchdowns, I'd say. I like and... that
0: four. I'll go twenty-seven to thirteen. And this is the first Thursday night game between the Steelers and Browns since the Miles Garrett Mason Rudolph cross <laughs> I just felt like throwing that in there. Hopefully, there's no fighting or suspensions this time around.
1: And then there's uh, three early games that I really like on Sunday. And that's the Ravens facing the Patriots. I love that game. It's going to be a really close game. I'm going to give this one to the Patriots, actually, because they're at home. And I'm going go to go 27-24. to
0: Yeah. Ravens, I have them losing the Jets but beating the Dolphins. Here's the thing with the Ravens. Their two edge rushers, Odafe Owa and Tyus Bowser, are both the only two players on that depth chart currently injured at the moment. They're fully healthy everywhere else. Secondary, running back. There there could be more injuries in training camp, but right now the fact that they have two edge rushers injured, that works in Mac Jones' favor with the offensive line. New England finds a way to win that game, and Packers-Buccaneers is... Obviously, the Sunday night game, I obviously want to mention that. I've got Green
1: Bay winning that one. Um, yeah, you, you, you skipped a couple of the good te- games. Why, uh, you,
0: why don't you re- read some of the other games I skipped? Because I did a whole simulation for the entire season on Playoff Predictors on Facebook Live on Thursday. Oh, okay.
1: I'm, yeah, I, I just, I'm trying, trying to get through the schedule by schedule. Not really yeah, we, doing any predictions. I, that's fine.
0: I'm just yeah. curious as to what games I yeah. see.
1: Okay, we have the Tennessee Titans at home and they're facing the Raiders. This is going to be a really back and forth game. You have two decent offensive units if Ryan trying to help can stay afloat. Um, I, I just feel a really, uh, really close game. I'm not even going to make my uh, prediction here, but I'm going to say it's going to be 34 31. One of those teams will come out winning.
0: I think it's a more, going to be more of a defensive game, but I have um, the Titans at 10-7 and 7 and the Raiders at 9-8, and 8, but I forget who I pick to win this game. But it's that, that is going to be a very good Week 3 matchup and a good test for Tannehill and Carr, who are going to be both facing really good defenses. Um, the Titans have one of the league's best defenses. They have the best defense in the regular season, but Tannehill threw three picks. And it was a defense sack Burrow nine times, and Derek Carr... It, the Raiders have a good defense too. They added Chandler Jones to go with Max Crosby. They got Rocky Sin to pair with their other quarters, such as um, the uh, Clemson corner. It doesn't matter. We got a lot of games to cover. We're not going to go. Super yeah, bad. yeah, yeah.
1: Don't go into too much detail. Um, yeah. The other, the other game that I do like. I mean, there's a couple of games, but I think the one that we have to pay attention to is the Chiefs face the Colts. This is in Indianapolis. This is going to tell me how good the Colts are. And let's see if the Kansas City can uh, win that AFC West, even though this is not an AFC West matchup. It does give us a level of how tough that AFC West is when they'll face the Colts. But I do see the Chiefs anyway winning this game 31-27. to 27.
0: I, I like that score. I I think that I'll go 30-23, to 23, but I, I kind of agree this could be the first track meet or, like, the Colts get 20 points. I think if they started Raymond, they could win, but their Matt Pryors is starting left tackle. But I love the Colts offseason. This is probably the best off season they've had since 2018, where they got Quentin Nelson, Braden Smith, and Darius Leonard with their first three draft picks. They ha- they ended up drafting four second-round players, trading for Matt Ryan, and trading Yannick for Rocky Sin. And they got a draft, they got draft picks for Carson, too, on top of things.
1: So yeah there's two more these are a late game um, on Sunday. you've gotta love these two matchups as you know you keep going back and forth how the Cardinals might be not that good but it's still a rivalry. the Cardinals are take are at home and they face their Super Bowl champs the Rams. I still think this will be a very close game. Uh, I'm gonna get the Rams here 28 to 24 um against the Cardinals. And then the other game in the afternoon that I like is the Packers going to Tampa Bay. Gotta love this matchup. Brady Rodgers, two of the best in the game right now. I think you're going to see, this is one of the top early matchups of the NFC. Uh, who do you have winning on this game?
0: I have the Packers winning, but as for the Cardinals Rams game, the one game, the Rams one game, the Rams lost to Arizona was a 425 game last year where the Cardinals came to Los Angeles. Both the uh, Monday night game in Arizona was a primetime game, and the uh, wildcard game was also a Monday night game in Los Angeles. So both of the Cardinals' losses to the Rams were in primetime games. This is an afternoon game. The Cardinals might win it, but they don't have Hopkins, and Kyler Murray was 0-9 on third-down conversions in the playoffs, even with Hopkins leaning towards returning from his injury. So... We'll see what happens. Um, let's go to week four. I think the week four opens up with the Dolphins and Bengals, the rematch of Tua Tagovailoa versus Joe Burrow. And I remember yeah,
1: that yeah game two, two young QBs on the way up. And uh, I just see it's in, it's in the, it's in where the you know these Bengals are. It's in their hometown. They ain't gonna see this. They're not gonna see a loss come this way. I think. Uh, Bengals pull off and win by a touchdown. I'm going to go 30-23 here.
0: I'm in agreement with you. I do have the Bengals winning as well. But when Joe Burrow went into Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and defeated Tua Tagovailoa back in 2019, Alabama was the number one in the country (laughs) at the time before uh, LSU beat them. I think LSU was number two or number three. It's number two, and it was two versus one, and Burrow won that game. But this is the first NFL meeting between Tua and Burrow since that SEC West game three years ago. And it's on Thursday Night Football on the Amazon Prime. That's why I, I wanted to just get that out of the way and mention that because that was a great game, that LSU-Alabama game. That was a classic college football game. And now the two quarterbacks from that game are going to be starting on Thursday night.
1: And then in the afternoon, I have or this is, might be still a morning matchup, I love this game because this is really like these old. This could also if be a Super Bowl matchup. Vikings, Bill, Patriots and the Packers.
0: Oh, so you, uh, Patriots Packers is an afternoon game. It's in Green Bay, I believe.
1: Yeah.
0: And yeah. Green Bay should win that pretty easily. But <clears throat> the Packers have some injuries at cornerback. Maybe New England has a chance to keep things close. Um, I really like the Saints Vikings game in London. That's the first international game of the year, I believe. That's the second game after the Thursday night game in Week Four. And I think I've got your Saints beating Minnesota in London. I wish they would air this game in France, though, because I, I <laughs> the series in France. I think this would be the perfect game to air in France. Just saying. But
1: well, I mean, there's a lot of games. I do like. Uh... Another game that I do like in the afternoon is the Ravens are facing the Bills. This could be one of the closest matchups. It's in Baltimore. Uh, It's really, I mean, this is really going to be one of the best matchups in the AFC division uh, this fourth week. You know, if Uh, the
0: Ravens are fully healthy, they can make make this a one-score game. I do expect the Bills to win, but if the Ravens are fully healthy outside of their edge rusher position, they get Dobbins back. Their corner's back, their family back. They might win because they're at home and because the Bills didn't play against those guys when they beat the Ravens in the playoffs. They played against the defense, but they didn't play against Ronnie Stanley, the left tackle at the time, because he was on IR that year when the Ravens lost to the Bills in the playoffs. So the Bills didn't play the Ravens at their best. They won, they earned the win, but they didn't play the Ravens at their best. So this, that you're right. That is a great afternoon game for week four.
1: Right, I mean, you do have a good all-time matchup. You have donkeys going into the silver and black. We won't get into that detail too much because you know who I'll take.
0: <laughs> is that the game in Las Vegas? Is that
1: a Sunday night? That game? is in Las Vegas, yes, sir.
0: I'm not sure if that's an afternoon or a Sunday night game, but I'm going to that,
1: go. That's That's an afternoon game because the Sunday night game is the Chiefs and the Bucks. That's right. That's a good game. That's, that's another right. – right. Of course, that used to be the Super Bowl. It could be the Super Bowl again. 34, fucking, I Yeah, go
0: ahead. lost loss of the season that week, but if the Chiefs and let's say the Saints win, Tom Brady might be 0-4 to start the year, and that would create a storyline for the ages because if Tom Brady starts the year 0-4 and, and then leads the Buccaneers to a NFC South title, the media is just going to have a field day with that. But I'm taking the Buccaneers over the Chiefs because Tyreek Hill's well,
1: like right I here. said, uh, broadcaster Tom Brady... <laughs> you know what I said off there. Anyway, folks, the Monday night matchup really quick. I'm gonna, we're not going to get our prediction. it comes close to four or week four, but Rams face the 49ers. That should be a good game as well. Let's move to week five.
0: I have the 49ers upsetting the Rams. Let's move on to week five. Is the week five Thursday night game the Colts Broncos game in um? Denver, yes, by chance. Yes,
1: that is correct.
0: Matt Ryan versus Russell Wilson.
1: Broncos gets their, their first win. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Broncos, I think this will be the Broncos. I have the Broncos beating the Niners in week three. I think that's the Sunday night game for week three, the Broncos and the 49ers, but it's a who cares Sunday night game. So, yeah, I have the Broncos winning their first game in week three, but they get their second win in week five when the big horses defeat the baby horses because a Colt is a baby horse. That's the definition of uh, – and John Elway was too masculine to play for the Colts too. So, I'm gonna skip all,
1: all. I'm gonna actually skip all the way to the late game, and go to the game of the week. Uh, 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 other than the Sunday and Monday night games, and I'm gonna go Dallas Cowboys and the Rams in Los yeah. Angeles.
0: Yeah, I have the Rams winning this one. I have Dallas going 15 and two and getting the one seed in the NFC. But this is the Ram. This is the Cowboys' first loss of 2022. This is the game. I have the Rams winning this one. But it's going to be a heck of a game. I think it's going to be a – I'm going 28-27 Rams. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Let's move on to the next – are there any other games you want to talk about? for week?
1: Yeah, well, we'll just brief them really quick. Bengals and the Ravens Sunday night matchup. I think I like this Sunday night matchup better than any of the other ones prior to this one because this is a big-time rival game going to be a real close matchup back and forth uh, probably uh, scoring Um, and and then and then the Monday night game you can't disappoint us this is actually the first Monday night game as well that actually is worth watching folks Kansas City plays host to the Las Vegas Raiders should be also a good matchup I know a a, a lot of sportscasters may predict that Kansas City's go in and dominate but I, I just don't see that happening yeah so uh, whatever they say, whatever they say about uh, maybe the Raiders may lose, but it's going to be a close matchup. Yeah,
0: I've got the Chiefs winning that one 38-31. I've got the Ravens beating the Bengals this time around in primetime because the Ravens are a good primetime team. And last year, the Bengals didn't have to worry about Marcus Peters or Marlon Humphrey. Well, they torched Humphrey, but Marcus Peters was injured. This time, they'll have Peters and Humphrey, so it'll be a closer game.
1: Right, let's let's move to week 6 really quick cuz we got a whole we got a whole 17 weeks to go here.
0: Uh whole, there's 18 weeks actually. So let's get Yeah.
1: There. Yeah, so let's let's uh, let's do one or two games Chris so we can move uh, quickly uh, here. All right. Um Cincinnati Bengals are, are my game of the week and they face the New Orleans Saints and I like this game. Um they're going to go into New Orleans the Bengals Let's see if these guys are champions uh, in their own right in the AFC. Um, and they face up-and-coming new New Orleans Saints. Got all the weapons. Could the defensive Bengals stop that? I think it's going to be closer than people think. I still see the Bengals coming in and winning this 34-30. to
0: I think I may have picked the Saints in an upset, but it's going to be a heck of a game as you stated, Oren. Joe Burrow won his national championship in this exact stadium three years ago. So this is Burrow's first game at the Superdome since the national championship at LSU. So I think there are going to be fans cheering for Burrow in Louisiana. I don't think there's a single person that's going to be booing Burrow if he scores a touchdown. Will they boo Mixon? Yeah, I don't think they'll boo Chase either because Jamar Chase was teammates with Burrow at LSU. And my game, the game of the week, the game you skip for week six is Bills Chiefs. Might be the game. No, the I
1: didn't, game I didn't game. skip it. I didn't get to it.
0: Okay, <laughs> uh, I'm glad I, I'm glad I brought it up because after that game, I think we can agree, Oren, that Bills at Chiefs is the game of the week for week six outside. Of and it's.
1: I, I have the Bills uh, going into Kansas City and winning thirty-three to twenty-seven.
0: I've got the Chiefs winning by a final score of 34 to 28. A lot of offense for both teams. All right, who is up next for week 7 cuz I don't really think there's any other games for week 6. That- week
1: 7 is so weak. I forgot there was a week 7. But we'll do one game, folks. We'll do one game. All right. And I'm gonna, I'm going I'm going to give you somebody who we haven't talked about too much. Packers going to Washington, Commanders? Yes, yeah, sir. Sure. I'm yeah. going to have a <laughs> – of course, the Packers, everybody's looking at this as an easy win for them, but I think it's actually going to be a closer game than people predict. But I'm going to have the Packers go in, still win, but in a marginal victory, 31-28. Yeah, I'm
0: going to pick the game for week seven. I, I just I, – I'm disappointed we picked, but I'm going to quickly pick a game for week seven and then we'll move on to week eight. Um, It's week seven. Um, I'm going to pick the game. I'm going to pick is the, uh, I'm going to pick the rematch. The Colts play the Titans then, and the Titans are coming off a bye in Tennessee. One, the Monday night game that week is the bears and Patriots. And the reason that's significant is because Mac Jones beat Justin Fields to win the national championship when Alabama beat Ohio State. So this is the first game between Mac Jones and just Mac Jones and Justin Fields since the national title game. and it's a Monday night game just like that national title game at Hard Rock Cafe Stadium. This one will be in Gillette Stadium and I like the Patriots. I also like the Titans off a of bye week against the Colts. but yeah, week seven's pretty brutal for the most part. Let's go to week eight.
1: Okay, week eight. Uh, I do love this uh, Thursday night matchup. Um, Thursday night matchup. We haven't seen anything that great, uh, uh, but I do like this one. The Bucks are playing host to the Baltimore Ravens. I'm going to take the Bucks here because they're at home. Brady gets a win here uh, against Mister Jackson, thirty to twenty-four.
0: This is my trap game of the. This is one of my three Buccaneers trap games of the year. I've got the Ravens winning. We've also got a few other games. Um, Vikings play the Cardinals off a bye week. The Rams play the 49ers off a bye week. I like both of those home teams. Um, Carson Wentz returns to Indy, and I've got the Commanders pulling an upset on the Colts. The Pennsylvania Bowl is between the Steelers and Eagles. We also have the Oren Bowl between the Raiders and Saints. So there are... (laughs) interleague games, okay? Look at the AFC versus NFC games. You get Ravens, Buccaneers, Raiders, Saints, and the Oren Bowl, the Pete and Augusta, the Hog Bowl between the Steelers and Eagles, the Dolphins play the Lions, the Carson Wentz Bowl between the Commanders and Colts, and then you have the Packers playing the Bills on Sunday night in Buffalo, with Buffalo coming off a bye week yeah. with two weeks to prepare for Aaron Rodgers. So, I like the Bills in that game, and the Monday night game is Bengals and Browns, Burrow versus Watson I think the Jets upset the Patriots in week eight too, so week eight's probably my favorite overall week outside of week one. We also yeah, that, that, that,
1: that really, the funny thing I'm is it makes
0: because it's on ESPN plus. It's not even on basic cable. You have to get ESPN plus to watch the the Broncos Jaguars game in London. <laughs> yeah. No figure. But week eight's my favorite week outside of week one.
1: Yeah, I mean, I do like the Monday night matchup is one of the better matchups of Monday night game. Um, by the way, Chargers and the Chiefs do have a better bye. Uh, that week's so of the byes I've already started. I'm going to take Cleveland actually in an upset with the Bengals on Monday night, 30-28. to 28.
0: I've also got the Browns winning that game. So let's go to week nine. Yeah. Um... Thursday night game between the Eagles and the winless Houston Texans. I have the Texans starting 0 8, but they get their first win on Thursday night football against the Eagles. Just want to throw that out there because we haven't really mentioned the Texans yet because
1: they're going to be winning. Let's let's scroll down to the NFC uh, championship game. The Rams, uh, Buccaneers play host to the Los Angeles
0: Rams. Isn't is, I think that's a Sunday night game. Last two Super
1: Bowl games. No, that's that's not a Sunday night game. Sunday night games: t- Titans and the Chiefs.
0: Okay, yeah, but those two games are the two best games. The uh, Rams, Buccaneers, and Titans, Chiefs are probably the two best games. The Titans blew out Kansas City a year ago, but that the Chiefs are going to have a bye week. Um, the
1: uh, yeah, uh, true, and I do like the Saints and the Ravens. That should be a good Monday night game.
0: And one more game to throw out there is Packers and Lions. I really like the Lions. The Lions are my current seven seed in the NFC playoffs at 9 and 8. So they host the Packers in Week 9. So there's a few good not Week 9 games worth mentioning. Let's get to Week 10. We'll skip the Thursday nights. Bore between Atlanta and Carolina. We'll skip that. Just
1: uh, I – I another uh, – uh, sorry if I need to uh... – jumble anybody's feathers. But I like the Steelers and the Saints in Week 10.
0: Well, that's going to be... Pittsburgh's going to be coming off a bye week that week. And that could be a trap game for New Orleans. I mean, Pittsburgh still has one of the league's best defenses. And if Kenny Pickett is not starting, I think Mitchell Trubisky's probably going to start the season for Pittsburgh, but looking at Pittsburgh's schedule, they're They've got some tough games. I mean, Pittsburgh's – I think they beat the Jets in week four, and that's pretty much it. I think the Jets in week four is the only game they're guaranteed to win, and the rest of these games are going to be dogfight-type games. Bills on the road, Browns on the road, Bengals on the road. They get Tom Brady coming to Pittsburgh. That is – it costs $213 to see Tom Brady one last time at Heinz Field. That is the most expensive game at Heinz Field via game track. So I think Mitchell Trubisky, he goes 1-7 and as a starter, and then they switch to Kenny Pickett for Week 10, and Pickett takes over from there.
1: Yeah, let's go to the other games really quick. You have the Green Bay hosting Dallas. You have the Rams hosting the Cardinals. But the Sunday night game that I like is the 49ers and the Chargers, which is uh, basically the North Bay versus South Bay of California. It's a big California game for all those –
0: it's a rematch of Super Bowl twenty nine, the Super Bowl my dad attended in person back in Miami back in ninety four. Steve Young's only Super Bowl, by the way. But Dallas is coming off a bye week heading into Green Bay. I have Dallas actually winning that game in an upset because of the bye week. And we also get to see Carson Wentz return to Philadelphia on Monday Night Football.
1: Oh yeah, and- Monday and- Night Football. Philadelphia Eagles versus the Washington Commanders in a big NFC. Matchup rival uh, that we uh, a lot of those fans love to watch, and uh, every year. But uh, that's a good Monday night game, actually. Yeah, I think that's going to be a close game. Let's move to week eleven.
0: All right, week eleven. I'm not going to mention the Titans-Packers Thursday night game. <laughs> game. Jets and Patriots both have bye weeks. That's a game I think the Patriots can win. I think the best game in Week 11 might be the in the AFC division, where you have the Cleveland Browns heading to Buffalo to take on the um, Bills in the early game, and I think the best late game is probably the Chiefs-Chargers rematch. But we mentioned the Chiefs-Chargers already in Week Two, but the Bills hosting Cleveland in Week 11, I think that is a big game. So, yeah. what,
1: what about the Rams and the Saints? Is
0: that the first? Is that the rematch from the NFC Championship game in New Orleans? Is that the first regular season rematch since those Kurt, met the we, you,
1: we, Yeah, well, uh, yeah, this is going to be a really good matchup. I, I think the Saints will win this because they're playing at home.
0: Yeah, that's true. They could steal this one from the Rams. And if they do, you're looking at the team that could maybe win 14 games instead of 13. They could sweep the Buccaneers and beat the Rams at home. They could win 14 games. I mean, their schedule – it makes it out as a possibility um, I don't really have anything else to add for week 11 I know the 49ers play the Cardinals on Monday night football and the Steelers play the Bengals on Sunday night football Bengals coming off a of bye but outside of those two AFC games and maybe the Rams Saints game it's just a mundane week 11 um, I think week 11 is probably the worst week outside of week 7 7 <laughs> All well, right. it
1: will, it will, it will, you'll see about week 12. But, Don't get your hopes but, up too much. But we,
0: the NFL makes up within a horrendous week 11 with a Thanksgiving feast of Bills versus Lions. Josh Allen gets an opportunity to extend his winning streak on Thanksgiving. The Giants are going to head to Dallas for the afternoon game, and then the Thursday night game is going to feature game managers Mac Jones versus Kirk Cousins in Minnesota. So, we'll see what happens. I've got All the home teams. uh, I've got the Bills winning, and I've got the Cowboys and Vikings winning. But a lot to be thankful for during Thanksgiving week. Um, I really like the – I think the uh, Saints-49ers game could be a game that has wild card implications. Um, In the AFC, I think the – I think the best game in the AFC is the Bengals-Titans rematch. But my favorite game in this week is – the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on a bye week head to Cleveland to take on the Browns. And the other good interleague game, there's two other good interleague games. There's the Chargers heading to Arizona and the Rams
1: head to Kansas City. Uh, okay, yeah, Chargers head. Uh, yeah, I think the Rams and the Kansas City, I really like that game. I think the Rams could pull this one off, even though it's in Kansas City, but it's going to be a very close matchup, 31-28. to 28.
0: And remember, after the Cowboys played on Thanksgiving, it was either the Cowboys or the Saints. One of them got a week 13 after Thanksgiving. That is the case with the Patriots. They do get the Bills on December 1st to start week 13. And Winbull last year, that is a Thursday night game. It is Bills-Patriots on Amazon Prime. And then you've got um, the division rivalry. You've also got the AFC Championship rematch between the Chiefs and Bengals. You've got a Saints-Buccaneers rematch from last year's 9-0 Sunday night game on Monday night football. And the last time Tom Brady played the Saints in a game called by Joe Buck, they knocked the Saints out of the playoffs. So this will be, I think this will be, I think he called the afternoon game in New Orleans, but. He'd be calling the game in Tampa because Joe Buck and Troy Aikman now work for ESPN. So just want, and we also have the Kitten uh, Bowl between the Jaguars and the Lions, and I like the trophy. <laughs> Sponsored by the, Audix, so the game, Well, the I think Goff can out.
1: actually pull this one off.
0: Yep. So the, the Lions should win that game. Lions win the Kid Bowl between the Jaguars, sponsored by Meowmix. And then we head to week fourteen. Your Raiders. Raider Nation comes back home to face the Super Bowl champion Rams on Thursday night football. I absolutely love the Thursday night games. In all my years of watching the NFL, I think this is the best Thursday night schedule I've seen. I really do. I really think this is the best Thursday night schedule of games in the history of the NFL.
1: <laughs> well, I hope it works out like that Of course, you know uh, Really In this beautiful Late in the season Now we're talking As we moved really quickly I know through this stuff And we're on week 14
0: We get the two AFC North rivalries Part two of Bengals and Browns and Cincinnati And the Ravens Steelers
1: and- I, I, I love this Rams and Raiders game I'm going to go, and I'm not even going to give you my score, but I love the two offenses here. I think it's going to be a back and forth game, all out college kind of game. 42 to 38. Love it. Yeah, let's do it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like that score. Um, the Chiefs also head to Denver to take on Russell Wilson. Um, get Russell Wilson starting, that might be a trap game for Kansas City. Who knows? Um, but I, I like the lions over the Vikings in week 14 as well. I do have the lions as my final wild card, as I already mentioned on the podcast and yeah, the Patriots play the Cardinals on Monday night football. Remember Kyler Murray lost to Tom Brady back in 2019 at Gillette stadium. When the Cardinals were in position to make the playoffs, he had a bad, this time he gets Mac Jones in Arizona. So, okay. Um,
1: Let's move okay. to week fifteen really quick.
0: Week fifteen features the Seattle Seahawks in their other primetime game against Trey Lance in San Francisco. Don't really want to mention that. Um, Browns host the Ravens, but I think our favorite game, our, our two teams playing week fifteen as well at four twenty five. Belichick and Daniels, and I think McDaniel's beat Belichick.
1: Well, that's actually that move got moved to the sun, Sunday night game. Raiders in the Pats. That is the move. They moved
0: that to the okay. Sunday night game. Okay. So the Bengals-Buccaneers is a 425 game then, I guess.
1: So yes.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. But still, that's pretty cool. You've got the uh, Ravens-Browns. You've got the Buccaneers and Joe Burrow versus Tom Brady. You've got the Patriots and Raiders. But the Monday night game might be the game of the week, probably the NFC game of the year. We already mentioned Chiefs. Bills is the AFC Game of the Year and the NFL Game of the Year. But the NFC Game of the Year might be in week fourteen. It is the LA Rams going to Green Bay in Lambeau. Monday night football. Cold weather. Packers coming off a bye with two weeks to prepare for the Super Bowl champions. But I got the Rams upsetting the Packers. I've got the Cowboys and the Rams both winning in Lambeau on the road. But I do have the Packers getting their revenge in the playoffs and winning Super Bowl 57. Um, Two more weeks, three more weeks to go. Let's get to week 16. And week 16, you've got one Thursday game on December 22nd, two days before Christmas Eve against the Jaguars and Jets. I don't know why that's the Thursday night game, but it is what it is. You've got a bunch of games on Christmas Eve including Bengals at Patriots, Burrow Mac Jones. You get the Immaculate Reception game on Christmas Eve, and I've got the Raiders winning on an Immaculate Reception where Devontae Adams catches an Immaculate Reception-type trick play from Josh Jacobs. <laughs> and Josh Jacobs throws a trick play, kind of like the Franco-Harris Immaculate Reception, but Adams catches a running back pass from Josh Jacobs. And well, Raiders well
1: let, let, let's do a little flashback, because there's a Christmas Day's uh, games. Um, Christmas Eve, uh, you have the, the, the Raiders and Pittsburgh and the New Orleans Saints and Cleveland, which I do and like.
0: They have Joe Burrow and Mac Jones as well on Christmas Eve. Yeah, so That's what I, I felt like uh, bringing that Right. Into. And then the early Christmas Day game is the Packers and the Dolphins. Last year, the Packers slaughtered the Browns on Christmas Day. This time, Ty- Aaron Rodgers gets to play Tyreek Hill on Christmas in Miami. Nice weather. That should be a lot of fun. And then the afternoon game is the the Donkeys. They come to LA, and they, they get to play the you get to, to play the Rams on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. Russell Wilson gets to return to. Los Angeles as a Bronco this time around on Christmas day and final Christmas day game is another trap game for me. I have the Cardinals beating Tom Brady on Christmas day and the Monday night game is the Colts chargers. I actually have the Colts winning this one in an upset, but still got the chargers in the playoff hunt. Let's get to week 17. A lot of games on Christmas. So I think Christmas week would probably be my third favorite week of the year. Fourth favorite week. I think Thanksgiving week's probably the best week. Weeks 1, 8, and 12 are my three favorites. And then Christmas week, I would argue, is my fourth favorite week of the year. So there's like four really good weeks. Week 17, there things are starting to clear up by this point. It's a I think week 17, you've got a few games worth pointing out. Um, you've got a um, Vikings-Packers rematch from week 1. You've got a 49ers-Raiders interleague game between the two teams in California. You've got the uh, SoFi Stadium. Well, we're
1: not in California anymore.
0: You're in – 49ers head to Las Vegas. You're right. The 49ers head to Allegiant Stadium. The former California team versus the um, 49ers. Yeah,
1: it is somewhat of a rivalry game because you had the east and the west side of the bay. Um, You had Oakland, the old-time rivalry. And San Francisco, that was a big-time rivalry at one point. I'm sure it still is in the head of people. Uh, You know, I think you have a – Yeah. And we'll see who's quarterback by that time for the 49ers.
0: (laughs) Should be Trey Lance, but it's worth pointing out that the SoFi Stadium Bowl between the Rams and Chargers is on that week as well. And the Chargers are the home team, even though the Rams loaned them that stadium. The Chargers are the home team in the first SoFi stadium meeting between the two LA teams, which I think is hilarious because the Rams loaned that stadium to the Chargers instead of sharing it with the Raiders, which I think is the only reason the Raiders are in Vegas to begin with. And then the Monday night game that week is Bill Burrow and the Bengals winning this one. Okay. <laughs>
1: 18, the final week of the season?
0: For the The two best games, I have the Lions losing to Green Bay and getting the seven seed at nine and eight. Pretty mundane week 18, but I think the two best games in week 18 are the two AFC West games. I'm sure you'll agree with me on that, Oren, that the AFC West games, the Ravens Bengals could be fun. Ravens Bengals and Cincy could be fun, but the two best games are the AFC West games. The Chiefs had the Las Vegas that week. And I have the Chargers-Broncos game as the game that gets flexed to Sunday night football. I have the 8-8 eight eight Chargers and 9-7 and Broncos vying for the final AFC Wild Card. And I have the Chargers winning and breaking the hearts of donkey fans on Sunday night football. And if the Raiders <laughs> can beat the Chiefs, they would get in, too, because I have got all four AFC West teams at 9-8. So if the Raiders beat the Chiefs, they would be 10-7, and, and they would get in over the Chargers and the Broncos in that scenario. So the AFC West in Week 18, I think, honestly, I, I wouldn't be upset if the NFL flexed both AFC West games, put one on Sunday night and one on Monday night. I'd be okay with that if I'm being completely honest. I know they're not going to do that, but if they did, I'd be okay with it.
1: Both can be very good games. I do like the Rams uh, game. And uh, um, I do like – actually, I'm um, the last matchup of the year, which is the Arizona Cardinals in San Francisco, they could be battling for a playoff spot as well. So we'll see how that uh, that goes. Yeah. As well. But they're
0: only going to flex one game because I just realized January 9th is the college football national championship game, ESPN that. so They can't flex a Monday night game, even though I wish they would flex both of these AFC West games to prime time. I really do. I would even be okay with one of the games being played on Monday before the national championship. Like they aired at like 4 p.m., and then you get that and the national title. No Sports Center, no pretty game bullshit. Just one of those AFC West games in the national championship, and then you go to Sports Center. I really wish they would do it like that, but they're not gonna. I just wish both of these games were available in prime time. I really wish, because they both are equally deserving of Sunday Night Football. And for the playoffs, I have the Chiefs beating the Bills in the AFC Championship. I have the three-seed Packers beating the four-seed Buccaneers. I have Tampa Bay going into Dallas and knocking off the one-seed Cowboys. I've got the Bengals upsetting the Cleveland Browns. I have the Bengals getting swept by the Browns in the regular season, but getting their revenge in the playoffs. The Chargers are my seventh seed in the AFC. The Lions are my seventh seed. The Vikings are my five seed. The uh, Dolphins are my five seed in the AFC, and then the Titans are my AFC South winner. But I've got State Farm Bowl in Arizona, and I've got Aaron Rodgers winning his second ring on February 12th with Mahomes and Andy Reid losing their second Super Bowl in three years after winning Super Bowl 54. you want to make any other playoff predictions for fun before we uh, end? Okay.
1: My all-time matchup of the (laughs) year. Um, So, I believe that I'm going to make the, the uh, championship. I'm not going to say the Super Bowl. I think people are going to love my little uh, prediction of the championship, and it's not involving any of the teams that went to the championship last year at all of the four teams. I'm going to go. Green Bay. And the Saints. For the NFC. And. I know you're going to hate me. But you're going to love me too. Anyway. The Raiders. Well. Not hosts. But they will be there. The AFC. Will not be Kansas City. And it will not be the Bengals. I'm going to have You throw in that last
0: team let's see here this is interesting because i have the panthers i have the saints packers in the wild card round by the way my afc championship was kansas city chiefs over the um buffalo but but
1: but but, but exactly exactly Exactly. i'm gonna put the bills and raiders Thank you very much. Bills and Raiders will face each other in the AFC out. Championship. The what? Browns addressed every offseason need too.
0: You sure you don't want to pick the Browns over the Bills for the AFC Championship? I'm just throwing this out there. If you want the Bills, continue.
1: I'm going to take the Bills. All right. I'm not. I, I told you.
0: All right. Go ahead. You've got the floor, man. I cannot wait to hear who you've got in the Super Bowl. Are you going, going to go with a raiders Saints rematch, or are you going to
1: pick No. <laughs> then I'll become realistic a little bit. It would be lovely to have the Raiders and the Saints in the Super Bowl, but I'm going to be a little bit realistic. And Rodgers plants himself, wins the Super Bowl over the Bills and Josh Allen. What a game it's going to be. Yeah, Folks.
0: Revenge on the Bills after losing – because Green Bay plays Buffalo in Sunday Night Football earlier in the season too. So the Bills won that game, but the Packers win the rematch in the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, and and that's going to be great. Aaron Rodgers goes into the sunset with a Super Bowl victory and retires. Boom! Yeah, and one of the
0: (laughs) longtime listeners and good friends of this podcast, Thomas Coburn, he's a Bills fan, but everyone in his family is Packers fans. So if the Packers (sighs) win the Super Bowl, he's going to get roasted by his entire family. Hopefully.
1: But anyway, in my dream, my dream Super Bowl, even though it already happened in LA, the Rams did that. But that, uh, but uh, who's hosting the Super Bowl this year? Excuse me, do you know?
0: It's the Arizona Cardinals. And the okay, Arizona well, in Arizona. And I'll buy
1: a ticket for me and Chris. And if the Raiders and the Saints go to the Super Bowl, remember that. So you better be rooting for those teams. So, and no whoever's right. listening, okay, the if, if they the can Raiders call into the show. If you if you call in the show or mention your name in the first hour, right now it's 11:40 my time. All right, if anybody mentions their name besides people who work for NFL uh, Draft Insiders or Draft Utopia, I will buy them a ticket as well. That's again, if the Saints and the Raiders go to the Super Bowl and they have to face each other, I will buy a ticket for that person. Now we're out of here. Thank
0: you, you for getting the Super Bowl tickets. We appreciate it, man.
1: But they have to face each other, young man.
0: <laughs> the, catch. the Raiders and Saints must face each other in the Super Bowl. And Oren gets a Super Bowl ticket. So we have that off the record. and Orin's Me, even-
1: Chris, and somebody else who's not affiliated with either, uh, either Draft Utopia or NFL Draft Insiders. Thank you very much for having a nice day. Maybe Chris wants to stay on and talk about hockey. And, uh, no, um, I already did that
0: on Talkshoe earlier this afternoon. We're just going to. Okay, go folks, ahead. have
1: a great weekend. I got to get going. Thanks. All right, cool. All right,
0: cool. All right really quickly, Oren Sherry with a fantastic job. I want to thank Oren again. All right, I am going to quickly mention my seven. I'm not going to do any NHL draft talk. You can go to TalkShoe for that, but I'll give you guys the seven winners for the Game 7s that Joey and I have. We For first Game 7, Joey and I both picked the Carolina Hurricanes over the Boston Bruins. They're just depleted. I think Joey and I agreed on every Game 7 for the NHL except one. Um. Yeah, and then the second Game 7 is the Lightning and Maple Leafs. Firm pick Toronto to upset Tampa. Joey and I have a Lightning winning. Um, Third Game 7 is the Oilers and Kings. We both have Edmonton winning that one. Pittsburgh and the Rangers Game 7. I went with the Rangers. Joey's taking the Penguins for Game 7. But it's interesting because you have the Yari injury. You have the DeSmith injury and Crosby as a concussion. The Rangers are healthier than the Penguins, and that's why I've got the Rangers in seven. And the only two people in the country who predicted a game seven for Dallas and Calgary were John Buchagross and myself. So... So yeah. Yeah, so Bouchagrass will match that if you'd like. I mean, might do it. I might challenge John Bouchigrass to a charity challenge because I have the stars in seven. he's got the flames in seven. so make it a hundred, just to. And then the NBA games. Okay, so Joey and I both have Dallas. Kern picked the Flames in five. But it's worth noting that everybody who thought Calgary was going to bury Dallas, only two people in the country, Bouchergras and myself. And then the NBA games, I've got the Celtics winning game seven. Joey's got the Bucks winning game seven. And after that, I, I think that those... Penguins, Rangers, and the Bucks-Celtics are the only games Joey and I disagree on. We both have the Suns beating the Mavericks in seven, but, you know, the Mavericks can win this if Luka Doncic outplays Chris Paul. So, as it's worth mentioning. And, yeah, like Oren said, if we get a Raiders-Sate Super Bowl, anyone affiliated with Draft Utopia that wants to go to the Super Bowl is getting free tickets via Oren. So, yeah, thank you guys so much. Head over to TalkShoe for the NHL Draft Outlook and the NBA Draft Lottery. But, yeah, that that's all you're getting on ColorCast. I want to appreciate Oren for helping me out. The Hurricanes-Bruins game starts in two hours. I've been podcasting since 10 a.m. I thought I was going to need at least four hours, so I was able to cover record two podcasts in the span of five hours. I am going to take a record. I'm going to promote one now, promote one later, and we'll get some rest and enjoy the playoffs. So long.